0: Welcome to the GoTo Podcast. Each episode covers the brightest and boldest ideas from the world's leading experts in software development. Tune in for practical lessons, compelling theories, and plenty of inspiration. GoTo gathers the brightest minds in the software community to help developers tackle projects today, plan for tomorrow, and create a better future. Stay up to date with the latest in tech through GoTo's top-rated events held online and in person in cities like Amsterdam, London, Copenhagen, and Chicago, and by subscribing to the GoTo Conference's YouTube channel, where you can find thousands more high-quality dev talks. Learn more at gotopia.tech.
1: Hi, I'm Eric Johnson. I'm from AWS Cloud, and this is... TB Kovac and I'm from Azure. <gasps> wow. wow. In the same room. We're pretty excited. We're here at GoTo or House. Did I say that right? Or who's. Whose house, yes. Or or who's or our house. or uh, who's and this is uh, GoToUnscripted. unscripted and we're gonna chat cloud. Yes, we're well, gonna talk about cloud. Uh, yeah, tell what's your what's your role at Azure? So my role is application innovation lead. So that
2: means wow. I'm helping customers to, you know, to innovate their applications. Okay. And one of the things that it's, you know, indispensable in your innovation journey is the cloud. So yeah. that's what I'm trying to to convince them about the, about the need of cloud. Okay. And I you know, trying to understand what what my role is actually was I started to look around and see what actually app innovation is and you yeah, yeah. can find you know, many definitions, which makes it a little bit difficult for people to, you know, to know what it's all about. And I said, oh, you need to use DevOps. You need to talk about do cloud native things. And that made actually that, that that's how your app innovation journey would be much better. And I tend to agree with that. But then, you know, you start to dissect that and look into details. Right. Cloud-native, if you look for the definition, you get the hundreds of them. <laughs>
1: yes, you do. <laughs> again, yeah. what,
2: what does it mean? And, yeah. you know, DevOps, again, you know, 100 people, 110 definitions of, of, yeah. of DevOps. So that makes it, you know, interesting and challenging at the same time, I would say.
1: So it sounds like you have the same challenge I do in <laughs> that, well, I, I mean, you ask my wife what I do. What, what is his role? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure what he does. He <laughs> travels. He speaks. He goes to a lot of you know whatever. So, uh, but yeah, I agree with you. Uh, you know, pretty, so my role, uh, I'm a developer advocate for serverless oh, yeah. uh, at AWS. And uh, but before that, I spent a lot of time with a partner company as a solutions architect, and spent a lot of time doing what you're what you you're talking about in understanding or helping customers understand why the cloud. Yeah, uh, and in understanding the advantage of just starting with the cloud itself and then climbing into cloud native. Yeah, Uh, I do like that you say, because I say the same thing, if you put 100 people in a room, you'll get, for serverless specifically, you'll get 110 definitions (laughs) because someone will go, oh, I like that, I'm changing mine. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, So how do you, all right, so let's put you on the spot. How do you define cloud native?
2: So cloud native is actually, you know, not only uh, moving your stuff into the cloud, because that's not native at all. And a lot of customers are doing say, yeah, you know what, we did lift and shift, we are now in the cloud, so we are 100% cloud cloud company. I'm like, are you really? Like, are you, so cloud native is actually using the, you know, the bare bones of the cloud, whatever cloud has to offer. And that includes the serverless part. But that includes as well, like if you need a messaging infrastructure, why would you do it yourself? If you need logging, Why would you do it yourself? If you need identity, you know, and security, why would you do it yourself? I mean, of course, if you have a thousand people working for you with developing that and making sure you do the right thing, that makes perfect sense. But when you have so many, not so many, but few companies that are hiring thousand people, literally more than that even, to actually do those things and making sure they are doing a, a, a very good job, then I think we are, you know, you're better off starting to look into the cloud native. Like what are the cloud, uh, you know, the cloud services that are already there? And I'm not talking, oh yeah, I, I can put a virtual machine. That's a cloud service yeah, indeed. But it's not. But it's yeah. not it's not what it's all about. Right. Like storage. Do I really wanna go and map it to a disk or should I understand, you know, an S3 bucket or right. an Azure storage? Right. What do I actually? What is well what, done, by the way? Yes. What am I trying to do? <laughs> yeah. No, so,
1: and that's that's the whole um, that's the whole thing. I I love that. I have had that same conversation many times. In that, it's a. It's, you, you alluded to it earlier. It's like all right, I, I've lifted and shifted. I have you know, three hundred EC2 instances or, or Azure. You know, mm. I, I do not know the Azure name for it. Um, and, and so it should be free, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, we should see massive cost savings. We say, no, no, no. Mm. You know, that's great. Getting the yes. cloud, you can take it. you know, the low hanging fruits are things like you know the scalability. Yes. Um, and, and and as an SA, I spent a lot of time saying let's let's start don't stop at the lift and shift yeah because you don't see you might see some advantage mm-hmm. of running it but not the great advantage yeah um, you're still up at night when something goes down yeah you're still managing database things like that yeah. so yeah I agree with you cloud native is really the the use of and this may be this may be too broad a stroke, but it's almost the 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 it's the use of services yeah. over you coding for it. Yes, exactly. Uh, we pay we pay developers a lot of money to reinvent the wheel.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, and and I really encourage folks to to s- get away from that. Uh, at AWS, I know, especially in serverless, to say, you know, are you writing your own authentication? Yeah. Why? Yes. And and exactly. secondly, that's scary you know you, we have experts and the answer the same way experts who are working with with identity and access management and building that and testing it and and, and hardening it and in really it, it makes more sense to take advantage of those services and really turn your developers attention to what differentiates you yeah. from your from your neighbor you know exactly
2: um, yeah and 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 i think that's that's the problem because we as developers sometimes tend to forget what is it? The business value that we are yeah. trying to bring, <laughs> and it's not only the developer's fault. I would say, you know, but some sometimes it's our fault too, as yeah, developers. Yeah. But is that you know the business does treat us like you know like we are a commodity? I think, and we are yeah we are the guys in the basement. Mm. We are the guy, but now they start to realize actually those are the guys that keep the lights on those yeah. are the guys that do not only make sure that we have a computer to run with our applications our business systems are working and they are they are up and running yeah. so more and more it depending on, te- on technology and more and more companies are actually realizing that this is not a joke anymore and if you look out there you know like every company out there wants to be a software company That's, yeah. i mean and i would say amazon was opening the, the door for that because yeah. Everybody uses Amazon as an example. Yeah. Oh, there used to be a book company and now look, they are the biggest That's you know, right. yeah, the biggest That's right. cloud provider. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because they see you know, they That's saw a- actually a need for something and mm-hmm. they start to use that and you know, they had people with visions that made it Made it possible, and uh, that's what I, you know, that's why I think cloud is a very important aspect to any innovation journey. And again, looking into cloud native.
1: That's yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. I, I really struggle with the well, we do our own data center. Oh yeah, well, we yeah. know better, and and I'm not there. There yeah. are people. It's going to shock yeah. you. There are people smarter than me out Hell in the yeah. world. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but <laughs> I think uh, it, it's it's always interesting to me that that you know it, where it makes more sense and you know, and I hate saying this word, uh, but I'm going to say it anyways. That total cost of ownership, and you really struggle to get people to understand how much time are you spending managing your data center, building data centers, patching power, building you know, all those things when you can roll all <laughs> that off. To an Azure, to a GCP, to a, an AWS, yeah. um, but
2: it's a different cost center. That's if, the thing. They're like for them, they you know their cost with the, their IT cost yeah. is How much do we pay for the machines? Yeah. yeah. We rent them for three years, or lease them for three years. We have them, we can use them, and that's it. And. And that's the end of the story, but is it really? Because you have the people, you have the you need to think about the insurance of the the building. You need to think about the, the
1: machines, energy yeah, yeah.
2: bill, all those things. But like now, more and more people are talking about sustainability. Yeah, are you really having people on your payroll that you know do the sustainability journey on your data center? That's right. Are you sure that you're actually you are using renewable energy? I mean, I don't know what story is that that Apple is, but at, at Microsoft we can at least show you exactly where the energy comes yeah. from. We started to do that because we see people like, oh, we have an accountability when it comes to sustainability. Mm-hmm. So how can we account for those kind of things? Yep. And That makes it very, you know, uh, very interesting for a lot of people. And looking at the way, you know, the things are shifting. Because now with, with the cloud, everything becomes OPEX, or most of it is not the capex anymore. You know? like you don't have to have a capital expenditure; right, you right. pay for what you use. That's right. And what you say, yeah, you move it to Azure and then or to to AWS, and then you are, you are in the cloud, and then you've done it, N- not really. But there are some advantages as well. Yeah. I can look at how much do I, you know, how much do I spend. I can, op, you know, like optimize. I can have the, my my operations optimized as well. Yeah. If I'm using a machine only five percent of the time or ten percent of, you know, of, the, of their resources, start why not moving down. down. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't have that on your own data center. Now, because when you
1: when you go capex, like I haven't used capex in a while because yeah. I work in serverless. right? Yes, yeah. Uh, so I was yeah. So like, yeah, what but capex? Yeah. But when you're capex, you, you're in. Yeah. You know, you, you can't go yeah. back to the bank and go, you, yeah. you know, I'm I, I or or the vendor go, I'm not using fifty percent of this. Yeah. I'd like 50%. You yeah. know. It, it, whereas every month, even, even when you're doing you know VMs, yeah. uh, it, it's okay, let's reduce that. Yeah. You, it, there's an adjustability that's built in there. Yeah. Uh, but then but then when you go the cloud native yeah. uh, and you go serverless and, 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 and y'all are the same way. Then you get into only pay for what you use. yeah. And that's a really interesting, uh, I love watching the light go on. Yeah. But you go, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's no, because of course there's servers and serverless. I always like, yeah, what do you mean there's no servers? No, we're running it on my mom's microwave. Yeah. You know, yes, there are servers and serverless, but you don't pay for them. Yeah. You don't use them. And the same with, you know, the services that, that you know, like the storage, the, yeah. the Azure storage and the and the S3, just what you use yeah. S3 was one of the first to do this and yeah. in, in to come out with the idea of Object storage versus you said earlier disk storage. Yeah. I have to provision 20 gig or a petabyte or whatever versus I have seven gig 7.2 gig That's all I'm gonna pay for or oh, yeah. someone went away. That's what I'm gonna pay for yeah. What a difference in in how you look at that.
2: Yeah, and what I think one of the biggest problems is that serverless is a misnomer because, like you said, right. it's not that there is no server. Right. Yeah. I would call it you server. You stop talking. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. I would say <laughs> server, I couldn't care less, you know, about the server. That's, That's right. That thing. doesn't fit on the card. No, but exactly. It's much shorter in the field. Serverless. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, what, but one of the things that serverless actually does is like, okay, what's your code? Do you mm-hmm. really care about the machine? As a developer, mm-hmm. you care about your laptop. You care about your machine. And I, right. I know, you know. We used to call them server, server huggers, you know, like people that really yes, want to embrace yes, the servers yes. and the machines. Yeah. But think about it now, like, if I have a piece of code and I don't really need to worry about it. Like, she, as a developer, yeah. I usually send it to the operation and they put it on their own machines. Yeah, yeah. I still don't care about the server,
1: you know, or right. I
2: know there is a server there.
1: Why would I, you know, why would I not abstract that away? yeah and and that's the question I have and, and I think a lot of it is just awareness and understanding yeah, yeah when, when yeah. you get into cloud native, uh, you talk about uh, you know understanding how and, and and for us also, you know we, we've started building out these different services like yeah. a step functions yeah. uh, or you know, where, where it's now we're even saying, well, let's reduce the code and move to configuration. So, I can do some things in configuration that are automatically, and and where this really becomes beneficial is I can say, okay, it's gonna handle my error handling, it's gonna handle my retry, all those things, and I'm not writing a line of code. And and developers are going, oh, hold on. Hmm. But when they kinda get that, you know, I only, now now it's not just just code, you worry about the service, now Hmm. it's only the time I have custom logic. Now so, I can start farming even lines of code off to services. And mm-hmm. that's really serviceful yeah. uh, is almost a yeah. I don't know if it's a better name, but it's another name for serverless. Yeah. You know.
2: So you, if you look at Dopper, that you know, like yes. the, which is actually the, the sidecar for 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 you know for Kubernetes clusters. Right. Sidecar. Can, Love yeah, that name. Yes. Yeah. You <laughs> can actually put it in there and you make sure that if you have service-to-service communication, yeah. I don't have to remember where you are. I just register that and I put an, another header so, on my call and then you know, that takes care of that. Retry logic. Yeah, no yeah. problem. We yeah. got you covered. Yeah. Why would I put the while loop and try that's and read right. the configuration from here and there that's and just right. do it? Did we say three times or five times? Or did we say five minutes? What did we say? So that's the, the whole thing. Yeah. And even looking at databases for instance, like yeah. talking about serverless with databases, a lot yeah. of people are like, How how does it work? simple a database at the end of the day it's a storage plus a compute resource and if you don't make any calls you still use the storage which you pay for right but you don't need to provision any compute you you might have a small instance running so you want to have the speed of it and also it's already provisioned right if you have a lot of people asking you know submitting queries to your database or you know the calls to your database then you can actually scale up and your wallet is the limit. How much am I ready to pay for it? I put a cap on that, and that's it.
1: Yeah, and that's interesting. And so we have DynamoDB as ours yes. kind yeah. of serverless. Yeah, it was one of them. But um, that you can say, look, I'm going to give you three reads per second, three writes per second, and 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 we can burst that if we need to, yeah. um, or I can cap that and say, let's let's four two nine that if there's a problem. Let's let's hey, you're out of out of those. And that allows me to go. Okay, I, I can grow. I can uh, be ingest but I can monitor that spend and mm-hmm. I can monitor that control. Um, and, but 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 at night when it's shut down, I'm not paying for those region rights. And I think I'm just repeating what you're saying. But it's 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 getting your head around the idea of just and because it, it changes the way you develop yeah. too. It yeah. changes. Uh, you, one of the things we talk about. A lot is moving from synchronous to asynchronous. Yeah. How much can you do without the customer going, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. How much can I say, all right, we've got your request, we'll get back to you, versus wait, wait, wait. You know, uh, I built a translation app uh, that we use, some of our services, some of the AIML, and uh, it was kind of interesting I, I built one synchronous yeah. where you, you you send it a a string of text and then you set it a, a an array of cultures you say I want to translate it to this many things, so it takes it and then and then synchronously, what we would do is in a lambda function we would call we 'd do the translation, and get back then we 'd do the next one, get it back, then do the next one, yeah. or you could get an array of them back yeah. but it 's all synchronous The customers waiting, and that 's fine if the string of text is you know fifty characters or something like that yeah. but what if it's what if it 's the first three chapters of war and peace yeah right and so then it 's like Okay, what's that going to take? How long am I going to sit? Uh, and in lambda functions, we have a 15 minute timeout, yeah. and that's oh, yeah. that's by design. You yeah. know, there's there's some obviously reasons for that, but but the idea is, you know, hopefully you're thinking more asynchronously. So we, so I also do an example where in this one, instead, it, it, you make the request and responds to the customer and says, we've got your request, we're working on it, and then I can and then it it you know in parallel I can say okay fire up. You know, thirty lambdas to do it, whatever. Or thirty, you know, whatever. Step functions, as yeah. you well know, in cloud native. It's like, how are you going to do it? it? Depends. Yeah, there's exactly. multiple <laughs> ways of doing it. It's, I mean, that's the development way, right? Yes. Uh, but uh, then, and then it, we can notify the customer. I can either pull from the client, you know, just polling, or more. I'll use websockets to notify them. Um, and, and then they're not waiting, and it's done. And then I have some parallel processing I can use. And so that's what we talk about. You know, how are you architecting? When you think about only pay for what you use, are you using it in the most efficient way? Yeah. Would a batch of events make more sense than firing on every event? Um, so uh, yeah, it changes how you develop. And that's the thing,
2: it depends, but you need to test it, it you know, to, to test it, that's you right. need to try it. And a lot of things, a lot of people are saying, but you know what, when you say it depends, it's actually you're blowing me off. I no, <laughs> I'm not blowing <laughs> you really off, that? but I don't know your problem that's well right. enough to come with you, to, uh, you know, to be confident enough to tell you this is the best solution. Yep. I can give you a first solution, which you can try out. But I don't know all the implications. I don't know all the corner cases. And whatever we are developing, we are developing for 80% of the cases, we are not you know, we are not in the business of silver bullets. Although a lot of people are thinking, so now if I move the cloud, all my problems are solved. I don't think they are solved. I don't think, yeah. but you still have to do a lot of work. But you have a lot of solutions to your problems, That's right. and you still have to make the choice.
1: That's right. And that brings, coming back to cloud native on that <laughs> idea and yeah. services. Yeah. Um, if I have to try again on oh, oh we got the wrong computer we got the wrong we need more scale we need whatever or or we need to upload code with I can change my architecture oh, yeah. in in minutes mm-hmm. you know it's just a redeploy of architecture mm-hmm. right and, and and same same with y'all so so that proof of concept is this what you wanted no that's not what I wanted at all okay no problem sure. is this what you wanted and you can iterate so fast with cloud yeah. native uh, that uh, it, it just makes sense. You uh, can do that on your data center too.
2: You need yeah. to create a purchase order, and you need oh, to wait for the gosh. servers.
1: You need to put them in there, and then connect
2: them. Oh, that was the wrong the wrong server. We need more. We need bigger. Another month of waiting. That's right. You know, so yeah, we can we can do that in a data center. Too. Yeah, you can,
1: uh, but <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah, and that's that's one of the things we talk a lot about is is that provisioning process and the yeah. who's building it. If Eric Johnson's building it, yeah. he's going to get it wrong yes. the yeah. first three times okay. minimum. You
2: know, so so. I don't know how much you, you said. You don't know too much about Azure, but when I, when Microsoft started with Azure, we were we had a different model of working, which was called the Azure Service Model, which yeah, was very transactional. Okay. okay. And back in 2013, 2014, you know, some smart people realized that actually that's the wrong way of doing things. So okay. let's move into what we call now Azure Resource, uh, you know, Resource Manager model. Okay. But that was you know like one of the, the examples that we were starting to use back then, like you can deploy a SharePoint infrastructure in less than two hours you know and that's the thing. press the button, it yeah. gets deployed. yeah uh, Of course, the idea being you you you're still on your data center you still want to move things back and forth so right, that's right. how you do it right And of course you have to deploy them. Now I used to call all those things that we are doing now when we talk about infrastructure and that's why like even your VM it's a, it should be a serverless kind of thing yeah, yeah. at the end of the day because it's a disposable infrastructure. Yeah. You know, if for five years ago, or for, you know, five years ago, we were bound to a to a, you know, to a certain. Platform to certain machines that were already in production, so running other naming things. Naming them after exactly our family, yeah. them and stuff like that. <laughs> and then putting, and you know, like we were always dependent on the version of the framework that mm-hmm. we were using, on the you know, on the patching level of the operating system. That's right. And we couldn't do anything about it because IT was in charge, and they were, you know, controlling that, and they were having their process of making mm-hmm. any upgrades or or anything. Now, I don't care, like, oh, I have version one running in production, Mm -hmm. now I can look at version two, what changes do I need to make to the infrastructure? Let's go into the code, let's change something, commit, and then try deploy it, works, that's fine, no problem whatsoever, put it side by side, it works, switch to that one. Well, that,
1: that right there is a key point. You yeah. know, it, it, before side by side meant <laughs> i buy buying. You know, I'm buying a whole copy of everything. Yes. Versus even in the you know in the instance world, I'm going to spin up blue green. There yeah. you go. Yeah. You know, however Thanks. you want to do it, yeah. uh, Canary. However, uh, and 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 the same with you know the cloud native. You know, we we offer the, You know, the, we do the cloud native deploys. But the the ability to move, uh, and I think that to me, I mean, cost obviously is huge. So it depends on who you're talking to. Yeah, yeah. You know, Sea level cost, yeah. but developers the ability to move so fast, and that's important. Sea level too. When right. I say p- p- time to market, I'm cutting time to market, you know, by by hundreds. You know, that's so huge.
2: I will call that time to value.
1: Time to value. Okay. All right. So you
2: know, what, because yeah, marketing one meant. thing. Yeah, yeah. TV, I, come know, I know. <laughs> I <I'm> know. Just kidding. <laughs> no, but that's the thing because. Once I got an idea, how long does it take for me to see value out of yes. that idea? Yeah. And I mean, with the cloud, that business agility that you get makes it much, much, much better for a lot of people. That's what I, uh, that, that's what I really like about, you know, having, uh, having access to the cloud. Yeah. I used to work for a company that went belly up 21, 22 years ago. We were actually the, one of the very first company to offer reservations via internet. Internet was not the thing back then. Yeah, the name of the company was BookVisit, so okay. like they're very, you know, very catchy. Okay, the, the domains were available. We could buy all of them. Yeah, yeah, no that's problem whatsoever. Case now. <laughs> we got two million dollars. We spent ninety percent of the money on on infrastructure. <sighs> we had servers, you know, like yes. all of them connected, like clustered, you know, with licenses. <sighs> full full blown, blown you know licenses for for azure for for oracle databases yes, and for yes. for sun solaris machines yes like, you needed to run and we needed to run on, you know a java application and the problem was that we had only about 100 hotels in our database because we were still at the beginning, yeah, yeah. but because we spent so money on, on the servers. No money for development. No money left for development, for anything, so we went belly up. <sighs> like If Azure would have, or AWS would have yeah. done a thing back then that we, I could have actually do that and not spend the money on the infrastructure, but yeah. just running my application, then I would have been much happier. Not only that, running the same application with this full database on my machine, you know, right. which was a, you know, a $2,000 laptop, was much quicker because I didn't
1: have to do all the load balancing, yeah, I didn't yeah, have to, yeah.
2: to talk between machines, yeah. everything was on one machine, it was just working.
1: Yeah, it just like, works on my machine. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, <laughs> one of the things I've always said is is the cloud, the cloud is a great leveler in that it allows two developers in a garage yeah. to have the same yes. power yeah. that the enterprises have. One of the fun things that you, when I, when I just did, I had a talk earlier, one of the fun things I like to say, you know, I always, I always make the joke, is, has anybody ever heard of Amazon.com? Yeah. You've got, ah, yeah, they all raise their hand. So the same database that they use to power Amazon.com, yeah. I'm using in this little coffee yeah. shop thing. And it's like, whoa, yeah. I have access to that? You do have access to it. Now yeah. you're not going to probably pay the same bill that Amazon.com does. You probably have less, less data, but. Yeah uh it's you know what you use what you get but it, you have it and you have it today yeah without having to spin up anything you exactly know? uh and so yeah it's it's a, it's a powerful thing uh and all the things that
2: you get like you know if you want email yeah mm. Oh, before you had to install a whole server or go to, you yes. know, now yeah. you just go there and pay Office $5, $5, yeah, that's right, $5 yeah. a month and then you got it, you know. You have access that's to email. That's what runs on. the yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. Which makes perfect sense yeah, at the end yeah, of does. the day. So, that's why, like, why not, you know, why not
1: tapping into yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, great conversation. Uh, I Likewise. really appreciate it. I know people are going to go, oh,
2: yeah.
1: oh, there they are. Same <laughs> room. Same but, room. Uh, yeah, I really appreciate uh, getting to chat with you, getting to be here live from our yeah. Aarhus. Yeah. Aarhus. Aarhus. Aarhus, Aarhus. Oh, man. <laughs> I just I just destroy you. I make me sound cool when you play that back and yeah. stuff. So, Tibby, yeah. I appreciate your time. Likewise, uh, It's right. great to meet you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, with that do you have anything you want to throw out before we say goodbye and maybe they can add some thunders here in between us oh yeah oh yeah Yeah, exactly yeah exactly so so, people are gonna be that was disappointing yeah nothing thrown yeah nothing yeah nothing like in the demo (laughs) yeah exactly just smack down (laughs) but not really yeah so bottom line get cloud people yes (laughs) go to the cloud yeah (laughs) that's right all right well we'll say goodbye and uh thanks and see you next time yeah bye
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the GoTo Podcast. Head over to Gotopia.Tech to discover lots more content from the brightest minds in software development.